This is The Warrior's Way. I'm your host, Dennis Tooley, and uh, want to invite you to join me in a conversation that I had uh, this past week. I had the opportunity to sit down with a couple of MS Warriors at our support group meeting. We have the MS Warriors support group that meets in Greenwood, Indiana at Greenwood Christian Church uh, on the first Friday of every month. And uh, as we sat down this past Friday, uh, we had a conversation surrounding the topic of making a difference in the lives of others. My challenge to people was uh, that uh, they should go mad go make a difference and uh, the conversation that we then had uh, there around the table at our support group was the results of uh, some of what you're going to hear on this episode of the warrior's way when it comes to you're looking at those around you and you have you both have talked about having the examples, your dad, uh, your mom, how they, uh, they kind of put the, the example of, I'm going to take care of, I want to take care of myself, but I want to make sure that I'm taking care of others. Mm -hmm. uh, when you have that example set for you, um, what do you see the, uh, what importance do you see in you then making a difference in the lives of others? And what are some of the things that, that you, you see yourself doing in order to try and make that difference in, in somebody else's <clears throat> life? Um, I'm actually, uh, I've really gained a lot of strength since my diagnosis, like we've talked about, it just put a name to the symptoms I've been experiencing, I've right. been dealing with. Um, but that was empowering because now I have a name for it, now I have a doctor for it, now I can treat it. Um, and I actually, it kind of spurred me to um, really take my health seriously. I've mentioned like how I've lost weight and stuff like that and how I kind of changed my whole lifestyle. I meditate, you know, I do yoga, I do all these little um, self self-help techniques and I self-help self-care whatever you want to call them um, I actually uh, I'm in a CCMA program right now a medical assistant because I want to work with um, the homeless population downtown probably or maybe I, I haven't truly decided but I know healthcare is something I want to do I'm also enrolled at IUPUI right now as an exploratory public health student um, and I'm really interested in the degree that is a community health degree which is all about health education so I would be going to different hospitals different organizations teaching them wellness techniques and stuff like that because since I got MS since I got MS since I got the diagnosis and changed the way that I I wish that's when I got it good goodness knows I wouldn't be half as you know bad as I am now but um, I work out multiple times a week I drink those nasty superfood shakes but I do it because I've noticed I have noticed the way that my health has changed since I changed the way that I live. And I want to impart that knowledge on other people that, hey, I got the biggest wake-up call of my life at 26, and it was like 
a knock in the head to me like, hey, you've really been taking your body for granted. You've been taking your health for granted. When you wake up and you don't know, oh my God, is this the day when both of my legs crap out on me? Am, am I going to be able to use my cane today? Or is this the day I call my husband and say, yo, come home. You got to get me. We got to go. Yeah. You know, um, I want to impart on other people yeah, I'm, I might have a flare like that again. More than likely, I will. It's RRMF. More than likely, I'm going to relapse and then remit. But if you can take hold of your health as much as you can to prevent that, just to, the prevention piece of it is so important to me. Mm-hmm. And I actually want to educate on that kind of on on prevention and wellness yeah. and stuff like that. So it's it's really inspired me to do all that. And I'm like, I'm really glad I'm 27 with no children and have the time to do it. Because otherwise, I would not know what to yeah. do. Um, well, I mean, honestly, I probably had MS at 26, 27, but wasn't diagnosed until I was in 50s, you know. But like you, you, I had to take a strong look at my personal, physical health. And like you, I chose to do a dramatic change in how... I took care of myself. I mean, I could smash donuts all day long, you know, big sugar freak, drink pop all day long, you know. It's like cigarettes to me. Anything sweet and pop, like cigarettes are, you know, my drug of choice. And going on two years now, I haven't had one single pop. You know, I don't eat donuts anymore. You know, I've lost 70 pounds. So you have to, in order to live with MS, you have to show it who's boss. And if you don't take your health seriously and eat right and eat or eat, at least eat better, not necessarily right per se what other people's opinion might be, but if you don't start taking yourself seriously and your health seriously, MS is going to win. Yeah. And I refuse to let MS win. Yep. You know, I won I thankfully have not had a relapse or something that has taken my abilities to walk or to get around, but it has taken other things from me that I'm not going to let it keep. You know, I want it back. So putting your health, I think you have to put your health first. Absolutely. Whether it be your nasty shakes or, or, or just, you know, no donuts, you know, it's and it's tough you know I live right down the street from Jack's Donuts and Rise and Roll Bakery and you know you'll pass that every day on Twitter go oh donuts you know I'm a big Homer Simpson on donuts but yeah but you have to you have to take your health seriously you can't let you can't take for granted what I did at 26 and even up until I was 50 you know the 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 habits that I had Weren't the, it wasn't MS killing me, it was my poor health choices that was killing me. But now I stand stronger to fight MS because I've chose to do better for myself. So, so uh, before, before we started the recording, uh, we were talking a little bit about some of the things that are coming up. For instance, uh, the MS walk. Mm-hmm. Um, have have you both participated in the MS walk in the past at all? I have not. I have okay. not either. No. Um, what, Bree? You you kind of talked about how you just uh, went out and started your your own team. Uh, you registered and you've been challenging your friends. Hey, uh, come be a part of my team. Mm-hmm. 
What uh, what moved you to do that? Um, one was, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure if you haven't, I'm sure you'll go home and Google it now. Selma Blair was on the red carpet with her cane goddess. I mean, unbelievable, just wonderful awareness. Before I even saw that, um, like I said, I'm in school. um, And it's come up in a couple of my classes because I have no problem telling people I have MS. But it's come up in a couple of my classes. And people look at me either like... I am the parent of, you know, a dying set of triplets that, you know, are going right now, you know, or they look at me like I'm Medusa or I I don't know what Greek God or goddess has the two heads that, you know, they think I'm lying, you know, they think, oh, you can't be that sick. Like you have on gym clothes right now. And I'm like, okay, but do you see my car in the handicap spot outside? Like that, that I'm there for a reason y'all, you know, um, so I wanted to bring awareness to it. Uh, I have a um, good friend whose brother also has it. Like I said, I have a cousin who's struggling to get diagnosed right now because he lives in a not a rural area of Tennessee, but it. I mean, one neurologist, not very many MS specialists, you know. Right. Um, and I just I have so many other family members who are struggling with just health issues in general, cancer, diabetes, heart, you know, um, heart issues. And I wanted to model resilience. I used to be a lot bigger than I am. Um, I used to have high blood pressure. I was pre-diabetic. Um, and I've reversed all of this a lot with, like you said, not a perfect diet, but just doing better than I did. I've been working out. Like I said, I've been running on the treadmill and stuff. I didn't even run before my diagnosis. I was, wasn't going to happen. Uh, unless <laughs> the dinosaur was running, something's chasing me. Something's chasing me, or there's, exactly. a, or there's a donut in front of me. That's what I'm saying. Um, but You see me running? Uh, it's because the ice cream truck won't slow down. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Stop it. Come back. <laughs> yes, yes, that was me. Uh, prior to April of last year, on my husband's birthday, poor guy. 30th birthdays curled up in a chair at IU you know sleeping after I get my diagnosis you know and I've never ran before that and I decided all right I'm gonna show you guys like I have a cane just like Selma Blair but I'm also running on the treadmill you know it's duality I I can be disabled with an invisible illness not every disability looks like somebody in a wheelchair they're disabled too don't get me wrong, I don't park in the van accessible handicap spots because there are those that need it more than I do. You know, I make right. a point of that. Um, but I wanted to show awareness and I wanted to model resilience. Like, hey, I've got lesions on my spine and in my brain, but I'm in the best physical shape of my life. Yeah. Her um, her interview really touched me. Yeah. When I watched it, I, I'm not even going to lie, I, I it physically made me cry. Especially when she made the comment that her diagnosis was a relief. You know, it wasn't, I mean, that is, no truer words are ever spoken. But I'm pretty sure every MS patient that has been diagnosed says that it was a relief. Yes. Yeah, there are those, the, the reality of, hey, this is... Uh, a debilitating disease that has no cure Mm -hmm. that can take you sideways but the simple fact that you spend so long with the wondering what is this what's causing this Uh, is it all just am I just making this up is it truly psychological 
Um, well, it's not even you questioning your so it's them making you feel like yeah. you're the nut job. It, you know you're not crazy. You know you're physically feeling this stuff. Yes. Yeah. But yes. when you have perfect people with degree letters behind their names sitting here looking at you like you're certifiable and yeah. you might need a visit to an inpatient rehab facility to check you know to get yourself better mm-hmm. when I you know. have people looking at you like that mm-hmm. then, and then you finally get that you have MS I'm like well thank you Jesus I talk about I talk about MS in my in my comedy show and uh, and one of the, one of the things that I joke about is uh, the fact that you know for so long all these doctors were saying it's just in your head, <laughs> and the truth of the matter is it is in my head because that's where all uh, you know uh, the, the little uh, he, uh, little monsters chewing away on my nerves in my brain. Uh, yeah. But they didn't they didn't understand what they were talking about when they said that they were just trying to they they were grasping at straws. Um, and so when you do get a diagnosis and you say, okay, now I have something I can go after. I can try to develop a plan to mm-hmm. fight this monster, to overcome and, and move forward. There is that relief. Oh, absolutely. And yes. you know, then I was told that I had fibromyalgia. So I never, for years, never sought any further explanation for what was going on with me physically, emotionally, mentally. I just never, like, oh, it's just fibromyalgia. I'll just have to deal with it, just have to live with it until I ended in an ER thinking I had a stroke and it turned out it was a severe relapse, you know. And that's how I, you know, finally got diagnosed was through the ER. 20 years later, you know, from my first initial you know, they, I got my medical records after my diagnosis and went and started, you know, reading through it. And the more I read, the matter I got. Yes. You know, yes. so that all of these years, nobody was listening to me. And it, it really makes you, you get angry. You're not mm-hmm. angry about having MS. You're angry at the people that weren't listening to you. With the letters after their names. It, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Let me let me ask you this. What one of the things that uh, when when I started the Warriors Way podcast, uh, my focus was I want to help MS warriors, anybody that's dealing with that chronic illness that you you know the fight is is there every day, uh, and I want to encourage people and and help them understand that. Uh, yes, the, the battle's true, the battle's real, but you're not alone in the battle, and you can you can overcome. That's kind of why I started the Warriors Way podcast. One of the things that I ask, pretty much from every one of the the guests that I have on on the the show, is what words of encouragement do you have for one of our listeners that may be facing some of that. Some of the anger that you're talking about mm-hmm. of, hey, how come these doctors couldn't figure this out? They're supposed to be smart. They got those letters and they got the alphabet soup in their name, uh, you know, or uh, maybe, you know, you're, you're talking about uh, somebody that's, uh, they're, they're trying uh, to, to get into the world of, of being a, an adult uh, and, uh 
and you're trying to find that place, your place in the world, what, what words of encouragement do you have for the listener that, that is struggling with some of those same things that you had walked through? Yeah, honestly, MS, being diagnosed with it, has made me a stronger person. It honestly has made me a stronger person. It's made me a more compassionate person. It's made me more understanding to other people's needs. Because I would look at people, I'm like, you know, we see the people parking in the handicapped spots that don't, they don't even limp, you know, beforehand. You know, that's that was your mentality. But I think it makes you more um, open to what other people's private struggles are. And that is my, my advice would be is embrace your diagnosis. See what that di- how that diagnosis can make you a better person, how it can make you better for someone else. Because honestly, I do believe in my heart that having that diagnosis handed to me has definitely made me a better person. Okay. Uh, my first piece of advice would be um, you have to be your best doctor you have to be your best advocate regardless of who you see what letters they have behind your name don't just take what they have to say at face value go home do your own research because if you're not nobody is going to advocate for you like you are don't even my mom the big my biggest fan cannot advocate for me the way that i can because she can't explain to the doctor what the tingles feel like what the stabbing pain what the throbbing that she can't absolutely um And the second piece of advice would be now that you've had your breakthrough moment where you can or cannot choose to keep taking life and yourself for granted, choose not to take it for granted. Choose to embrace and enjoy every moment because I, I, I feel what you were mentioning earlier about somebody coming into adulthood. I'm 27. I feel like I'm, I'm still coming into adulthood every day, you know? And coming into adulthood with MS, for sure, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, I, I know I've had symptoms over 10 years, and I'm, I'm, I just turned 27 in December, and uh, if you're mad with them, it sucks, but you got to learn to let it go, because oh, you are your best doctor, absolutely. you are your best advocate, yeah. and if you take any of it for granted, you're taking all of it for granted. Yeah. Take each day, enjoy each day while absolutely. you got it. And That's it. that that advice is brilliant advice. Uh, it's uh, we we were talking earlier about the fact that uh, coming up on March seventeenth, the MS cruisers are are heading out, and uh, the theme for the cruise uh, this this spring or this uh, cruise with MS cruisers is live out loud, and uh, it's it's that. Realizing that life is worth living, and it's worth living to the extravagant, to to the to the abundant, to the fullness, and uh, that you can you can look at things and get hung up on all of the negative and the bad, but when you focus on the great things that are going on in your world, in spite of the MS, in spite of the debilitations and, and the chronic illness, that there is greatness still there to live, uh, live it to its fullness, and uh, to just live out loud. And so uh, 
I, I wasn't necessarily trying to do a subtle uh, push for MS cruisers, but now that I mentioned it, uh, I think everybody should go on on the cruise with MS cruisers. Uh, this this one coming up in uh, March seventeenth, you may not be able to go, but you could you could both go to the one in, in November. <laughs> And I've got a vacation got in Destin, Florida in October. So. Oh. <laughs> and you got plenty of time between now and then to save up the money to go. And, uh, so. Anyway, uh, oh. well, ladies, I appreciate you uh, spending some time talking with me uh, about uh, kind of how, how can we make a difference in the lives of others. And uh, because we've, we've all experienced those people in our world that have made that difference for us. And to take the examples that somebody has given to us when they made a difference in our world and reinvent that and share it back, the difference that makes for them, but what it does for us in lifting us up in the process, how yeah. it comes back around, uh, it, it's well worth the effort of uh, going mad make a difference go yeah. make a difference in the life of somebody else today because somebody's made a difference in yours absolutely yep and if you can share the reciprocity uh, i almost stumbled on my own words there uh because i'm a professional speaker <laughs> uh, but when you share that reciprocity and you're taking what somebody gave to you and you're giving it forward and sharing it to others uh you're gonna make a difference in the lives of others, but you're gonna, it's gonna come back and it's gonna make a difference in your life as well. So, well, thanks for, uh, for being part of uh, the Warrior's Way podcast.